0: Hello to all you doinks out there and welcome back to the Double Doink. Today is episode 8 and we have a big show because we are going to be going over the WWE 2019 draft. Now, we are joined with Dave.
1: Hello everybody once again.
0: Now, I'm going to make this clear right now. If you guys can hear, my voice is different. I have been sick for the last three days. I've had a head cold which causes me to cough, sneeze, and have mucus dripping down my throat. I know it's gross, but like it's legit. So I'm going to sound a little bit different, and I'm going to try and talk a little bit less. I'm going to let Dave do a lot of the talking. But I'm still going to do plenty of talking. So the way we're going to do tonight, instead of doing Friday Night Smackdown into Raw, into NXT, AEW, NXT UK, we're not going to do UK. Not enough time this week. this week to watch,
1: you guys. Way, way too much going on.
0: So we're going to do what we did, and we're going to watch UK and SmackDown for next week's episode. So we're going to start with the WWE draft, and then we're going to have a few, what do you want to call a few talking points about Raw and SmackDown. Highlights.
1: Yeah. Or lowlights, however you want to look at it. Yeah,
0: and then we're going to hit AEW and NXT, and then do a little bit of news, and then call it that for the episode. So we want to start with... uh. Let's the draft? St- let's start with the WWE draft, night one on
1: SmackDown. Um, you know, you had the match with Yep, between Rollins, uh,
0: Rollins and uh, Reigns.
1: Yep. Um, we'll talk about how that ended. Yep, we'll
0: talk about that a little bit
1: later. But because of the outcome of that match, Raw received the uh, number one overall pick. And the number
0: one overall pick is the cover lady, or let me phrase that, the cover man of WWE 2K20, The Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch,
1: yeah, and that was
0: obviously, you know, it was gonna be it was gonna be one of three people,
1: yeah, uh, and surprisingly, one of those people actually went and switched brands. I was genuinely shocked when we get later on over here with what happened to uh to one Bray Wyatt.
0: No, that's not who I'm talking about. When I say one of three people, one of said people, oh, went the second night.
1: Yes, yes, he went first on the second night. Yeah, it was just weird how they. And then the
0: other person that could have gone first. Went second, oh, yes, Roman Reigns,
1: big dog. Roman Reigns went second to SmackDown. Um, Raw is keeping the OC, yep, um, which is really good. Then, then, this
0: is where we're talking about the Fiend switches brands.
1: I would have loved if they could just keep him away from Brock Lesnar. You don't need soup, you don't need this super heel and super heel on the same show because all it's going to do is bury. Your fiend is what it's going to do. I I thought when they announced Bray Wyatt... That that it was going to be Bray Wyatt, Wyatt, not fiend. Exactly. exactly.
0: one thing we'll get to a little bit later, which absolutely kaputs our theory. Or, let me rephrase that, my theory. So, going fifth overall, is someone who has almost fallen off the radar a little bit. Well, he's been hurt. He's been hurt, but... It's good to see him be redrafted through McIntyre. Yeah, it's
1: nice to see him um getting the recognition. Obviously, there's always been big plans for him um a long time ago. Vince McMahon <laughs> had pegged him as the guy. Yeah. You know, back when he was first coming into the WWE. Vince McMahon's
0: guy. Yes, Vince McMahon's He would
1: he fits the mold. We've talked about in the past that big guy mold that Vince Vincent Kennedy McMahon loves. That's who Drew McIntyre is. Yeah. Big Muscular, athletic, can do everything inside the ring. And if you give him a mic, he can he talk. knows how to talk. So he's a menacing presence. It's good to see him staying on Raw, um, especially when you look at some of the other people who are drafted
0: later on as well. Yeah. Um, Going to Raw as the first pick in the second round, another brand switch, Randy Orton finds himself to Raw.
1: Yes, and this is a little bit unfortunate because they kind of break up, you know, F-T-R-K-O. FTRKO, yeah, it's broken up. We, you know, the, we'll get to uh, them getting picked a little bit later, but it was just I I liked him on SmackDown, um, but there's I, there's a lot of cool dynamics you can use him for on Raw, especially if you want to have him be a he's chaser be, again.
0: I think he's going to be one of those characters that is either going to be a chaser or he'll be one of those guys that they put in feuds to put other guys over.
1: Yeah, especially um, some of the guys who seem to have been drafted on night two. There's a there's a few guys who are yeah. drafted on night True. um, another brand switch, Sasha Banks, which we kind of talked about.
0: <coughs> yeah, she finds her way to SmackDown,
1: keeps her away from Becky Lynch, mm-hmm. um, keeps her, I guess, somewhat in the title picture, um, but there was a lot of things that changed in the title picture when you talk about uh SmackDown SmackDown when you talk later on in the night when yeah, which with that AMS. was really good, but yeah, we'll get to that very in a little well bit. booked.
0: Up next, going 8th overall, which I'm so happy that this guy went 8th overall. The man that Gravity... F- no, that's uh, Neville. I was going to yeah. say the man that Gravity forgot. No, um, that's Neville. The, uh, the,
1: the man who makes you believe the su- superheroes are the real. The superheroes
0: are real. Ricochet goes 8th overall and goes to Raw, which he's been on Raw. Yeah. But it's good no to see him to stay on Raw. Yeah,
1: there's no need to move him. He. Um, and it's funny because the idea, it seemed like when all this was going down, when this was first announced, was that Monday Night Raw was going to be more of your... Show, You know, you're going to have your characters and you're going to have your uh, your storylines story happening on Raw. And at SmackDown, was going to be all your athletic guys. Kind of it's almost kinda, flipped. Kind of looking at this, just really quickly, you know, um, Braun Strowman ends up on SmackDown with the 9 pick. And Bobby Lashley ends up on Raw with the 10 pick. Just to get through those really quickly. But if you look at all of Raw's picks, outside of Becky Lichkin's, that's the women's division. <coughs> okay? The O.C., all athletic big guys. Mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre. Yep. Athletic big guy. Randy, Randy Orton. Athletic big guy. Ricochet. Ricochet. Athletic. Little guy. Well, athletic. And Bobby Lashley. Athletic big guy. I almost feel like they're going to be taking it and using SmackDown as your story driven enterprise. Yeah. And having your characters on there. I mean, if they're not doing what we think they're doing, which is. Bray Wyatt's on SmackDown and The Fiend is on Raw still chasing Randy um Seth, Seth. Rollins. I believe, you know, you're going to have something going on with Bray Wyatt the Fiend and, you know, the WWE title picture. Yeah. Does he get the title off of
0: um Brock Lesnar? No. Absolutely not. No, because the next champion is going to be Cain Velasquez. 100%. Cain Velasquez signed a 3-year contract and is a huge draw to the WWE. He is going to beat the hell out of Brock so, Lesnar. So you're
1: talking it's almost like Goldberg-esque when Goldberg came back? Yes. Okay. He's
0: going to beat the hell out of Brock Lesnar in uh, Saudi Arabia. He's going to bloody him. Okay. And he's going to win that belt one, two, three. He's not going to hold it for long, but he's going to beat the hell out of him and win that belt.
1: Okay. All right. Um. I see Velasquez winning the belt. I see Lesnar winning it back. Yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah. Like I but, said, he's not
0: going to hold it long. The
1: Fiend has got to take that belt off of, again, he's got to pay. He, everything's about retribution with The Fiend. Everything is payback with The Fiend. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So who's he got to give payback to on, on? on? Right now, Seth Rollins. Well, yeah, he has his payback with Seth Rollins, but that's on Raw. I'm talking about on SmackDown.
0: Reigns? Does he
1: go after Rollins' boy? Does he go after Daniel Bryan? Does he go after?
0: The, yeah, he had issues with the bry You know what I mean?
1: The, the, yeah, a lot. issues with Rowan and, and Harper. Yep, but that's where I see a lot of the storytelling elements really happening with the SmackDown side, where Raw is going to be a three-hour showcase of just oh, yeah. athleticism. Yeah, G- which
0: it, it, it kind of, honestly, in my opinion, if you look at the networks, flips it in my mind, because USA is more of the story yeah. and Fox is the sport, so that's why we had that original idea. Yeah. It, it's just, it's just you interesting. Don't,
1: you don't have somebody who can be a, a three-hour-a-week type of front-row entertainment character on your Raw right now. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, can do so many different things with his vignettes, with his entrance, with whatever he does that he can fill in 45 minutes on a show. Seth Rollins just seems to get stale after a while, as do many other characters who don't know how to play both I guess both sides of the fence. Yeah,
0: Seth so when we talk about guys that can play both sides of the coin, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles are guys that can pay, play both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. Guys that can't, Seth Rollins, Randy Orton. Yeah. Because Randy Orton is such a good heel. Yeah. Not a great face.
1: I I don't think Roman Reigns could play both sides.
0: Roma couldn't play a heel. No, when he was in the in the Shield, he didn't talk. No, when he was in the heel Shield, rather, he didn't talk. No,
1: he didn't do anything. He just, and he's well, been
0: the he's been the only Shield member technically to not be a heel.
1: Yeah, to never turn. Yeah. So
0: round three, um, Alexa Bliss goes first. Goes first. Eleventh uh, overall. Yep. And twelfth, Lacey, Lacey Evans. Evans.
1: So it looks like they're starting to build up their women's divisions, and it's kind of weird because at up until this point. No Charlotte and no Bailey, so something was gonna happen later on in the night.
0: Yeah, uh, Kevin Owens goes to Raw, which is interesting in my mind because yeah, he, he's—I've he always that. pictured him as a SmackDown guy.
1: I have too, um, but maybe no. I've
0: pictured him as an NXT guy.
1: Well, maybe he's that guy who can fill in a lot of time slots for Raw.
0: Yeah, he can. He can run the storylines and he can also do all the athletic stuff.
1: Yes, uh, Revival go to SmackDown and then Nanny. everyone's favorite Natalia. Goes over to Raw. So. Yeah,
0: so they split Natty and Lacey Evans.
1: Yeah, which uh, gets contradicted uh, less than three nights later.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, And then at the top of the fourth round uh, with the 16th overall, the Viking Raiders, which we'll talk about why they went to Raw a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, in the 17th overall, was Lucha House Party. All Kalisto, Grandma Talik, and uh, Lince. Lince Dorado, yep. All went to SmackDown. To Raw was Nikki Cross. To join up uh, Alexa Bliss. And then my boys in 19 and 20, Heavy Machinery finds themselves to Smackdown. Right move. With the Street Profits, We Want the Smoke, heading over to Raw. Right move. Very good moves They're, on both those parts. You got
1: to love it. Now, it's kind of funny. Um, I'm not sure if you read online about some of the trades that have happened.
0: Yeah, I was going to so. get to that later. I okay. have that at the end. Okay, all right. So we'll get to that later. So we'll get to that. So moving on to Monday Night Raw, which is the night two going first overall on night 2 was your universal champion going to raw and number 2 your uh WWE, WWE champion Brock Lesnar going, going to smackdown which so. we we saw that coming yes um going to third overall Charlotte Flair to raw
1: yes which is kind of what we had when we go back and we listen and talk about what we said at Hell in a Cell we had Flair and Lynch being on the same brand yeah the fact that flair won the title at hell in a cell kind of threw a monkey wrench in that i was like wait what's going on but
0: then what happened at smackdown
1: yes fixed it yes yes the 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 real heel turn yeah of one bailey really fixed it
0: yeah and then going in fourth overall is the entire new day which i don't think they technically split many tag teams aside from one that i know um which i'll talk about when we get to uh uh free uh free agents. Okay. Um and number 5th, uh number 5 overall was uh Andrade Cien Almas yes. With Zelina going to Raw, Very which is a good move. Again, sporty guy,
1: more athletic. Yeah. Athletic, athletic, athletic. Yeah. This is going to be a showcase of athleticism on
0: this show. 100%. Um going 6th overall, we had the Kabuki Warriors, um Kyrie Sane and Oscar Mm-hmm. the women's tag team championships finding now, themselves too raw
1: Now I find that a little odd because, um, I thought that the women's tag team championship <sighs> was supposed to be like a cross brand that's thing. what I thought so too so I don't know um, how much time the Kabuki Warriors are going to go on other brands but I genuinely see them still being almost free agents yeah
0: wild cards
1: Wild cards, yeah. I hate that term, but yeah. Wild cards, especially when we talk about a trade that happened later on. Yeah. Especially when you talk about the fact that Team Kick essentially reformed on NXT yeah this past week. Yeah. Um
0: I wouldn't mind seeing them defend the belts in NXT. No, I wouldn't take
1: over. I wouldn't mind seeing them seeing them just jumping from brand to brand. I mean, for the longest time, those belts have kind of just been wasted.
0: Because Asuka and Kyrie are two former uh, NXT, NXT Women's Champion yes
1: yes as short as Kyrie's reign was yeah. yes she was an NXT Women's Champion and um Oscar just you know Oscar was Oscar in NXT yeah. undefeated so it'd be nice to see them go back yeah uh, um
0: go ahead number 7 overall uh, Smackdown obtained Dee Bry yes uh, over to Smackdown I was, I saw that coming I knew that was gonna uh, happen uh number 8 going to Raw you had Rusev Rusev Butria uh, Rusev, Matka, and then number nine went Bailey, which we'll talk about why Bailey found a way to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So important. I mean, we've kind of later. been we've been kind of uh, spoiling it, but yeah. we'll really talk about it uh, in detail. And then going tenth overall is my boy, is my guy. I love this guy, oh Alistair Black. God.
1: I am so happy that he is staying on Raw. And obviously, there's a there's a lot of um of the background dynamics at work here. Um, his relationship with Selena Vega and Andrade's relationship with Charlotte. They yeah. don't break up couples in the WWE. They just don't do it. No. Um, But it is so nice to have this guy it, here. that's also why, when
0: we get to uh, round four, yeah. why one person found their way to SmackDown.
1: Yeah. Um, I really I really want to see what kind of push, because this is a Heyman guy. Oh, yeah. alistair Black's a Heyman 100%. guy. 100%. And you know he wanted The Fiend so badly and essentially Fox... <sighs> And they're bottom They're like, Yeah, well, we paid a billion dollars to Vince McMahon, that guy we want on our show. Yeah. And Vince McMahon is like, Yeah, sorry, Paul, but who else do you want? And basically, if we once we get to the end and we have to pick winners and losers when it comes to the draft, there's no way Raw didn't come out on top on this draft. No, 100%. No way. Be it, be it, there is
0: the difference in the amount of draft picks, but that's also due to the length Three of the show. Three hours versus two hours. That's also yeah. due to the length of the show, yeah.
1: So, um, after Alistair Black, Raw gets another pick, and it's another athletic guy. Yeah,
0: Cedric Alexander, awesome. which is going to be great storylines for yes. them. Uh, SmackDown goes Shinsuke Nakamura yep. and Sami Zayn. Yes, They went together. Keeping them together, which is Which key. is really good. Um, and then to Raw with the 13th overall, Humberto Carrillo. Yeah. like Which, out of the blue, but I think it's really good.
1: I do too, because it's, again, it's another <clears throat> smaller framed athletic, athletic guy, guy. And maybe again throwing it out there but your te- your your NXT light heavyweight championship why couldn't that now now based on the guys that you're seeing on some of these other shows like why couldn't that just be a cross brand championship yeah. i know they got rid of the 205 live division yeah but, but- who's to say that your your 205 it's now the nxt cruiserweight division exactly so why can't that now all of a sudden just be your wwe cruiserweight division and that guy can just go hey i'm challenging buddy murphy and i'm challenging cedric alexander and i want to build my name off the backs of those guys by beating those guys and keeping my title stuff like that i know buddy murphy and cedric alexander have subsequently already moved on yeah they're they're at the point where they should be they're going for mid-card titles mid-card titles but it'd be nice if the NXT guy just shows up and says, Yeah, you know what? Let me stake my claim. Let me squash one of these two guys. Not necessarily in a squash match. I'm just saying that's his Yeah. His thought process and going up and maybe He's challenging. He's like, let someone.
0: me let me show what I can do and beat one of these guys. Yeah, because the have Carri- held the belt in the Yeah. Past.
1: Car- Humberto Carrillo was a <laughs> was a ve- when I saw that I was like,
0: there's yeah, so it,
1: many other guys you could have picked.
0: Yeah, but I mean sure, why not? Uh going to SmackDown, fourteenth overall, uh Ali. Yeah. Mustafa Ali. Yep. Um, and then 15th overall, Eric Rowan. Now, this is something we're going to talk about a little bit later when we get to the free agents. That is annoying me. Raw, uh, Raw, in the beginning of round four, picked up Buddy Murphy. SmackDown picked up the Gloria Show-Offs. Yep. Because something that we'll talk about when we get to the Raw recap. Raw picks up Jinder Mahal, which, how Jinder Mahal was not a free agent pick compared to some of the people that were free agent picks. Yeah. Um... And then this is what I was talking about. Going 19th overall, Carmella finds herself to SmackDown because her boyfriend, uh, Corey Graves, is the the color commentator. Yeah, color commentator. So that's why they put them together because they don't want to split them two up.
1: Yeah, no, and it makes sense.
0: And then going to Raw 20th overall is our truth
1: The 24-7 champion.
0: But that's sad because they split up Carmella. The, uh, what is it? The uh, Fabulous Truth. Yes. Which... If you go on Twitter or Instagram or anything, Carmella was losing her mind. She was so upset that they split them up.
1: Well, it's because before, th- this whole 24 <laughs> 7 thing worked out very well because they were the really
0: good in the Mix Max challenge. Well,
1: not even just that. It worked well because Corey Graves bounced back and forth between both brands. Yeah, he, so it allowed he, was Carmella only, he was
0: the only one on both brands.
1: Yeah, and it allowed Carmella to. Subsequently, do that, yeah. But because they want Fox wanted Corey Graves, I
0: won't be surprised if r Truth eventually gets traded to SmackDown.
1: I won't be surprised if r Truth is a free agent and
0: as twenty four seven champion. and that could, champion. Be, that could be a free agent, and then belt. when he loses his, he's belt, stuck on that brand until he picks on that it up
1: brand until he picks up, which will probably happen ten minutes later. Yeah. is what it is. Yeah. So,
0: um, fifth round, going twenty first overall, which very very low in the picks. Samoa Joe. Yeah. Going 21st overall. He's hurt. But yeah.
1: it's one of those things where now Joe can use that as you guys doubted me. It will allow him to do that with his character, which he's always been good with.
0: Yeah. And then next after that was The Miz going mm-hmm. to SmackDown, which The Miz on SmackDown's always great. Perfect.
1: It's where um, he belongs.
0: To Ra, Akira Tozawa, another 205 guy that's yeah. going to find himself in the main in the main title picture soon. Not yep. main title picture, but the main main card picture.
1: Yeah, that Mid-cut title range. Yeah.
0: And then after that, to hated SmackDown, this. hated this. King Corbin.
1: So bad. You have an opportunity to have this major jerk just be this free agent. Let him go where he wants. Torment who he wants, when he wants. It is like, the story writes itself. It does. The human punching bag writes itself. hmm And you go and you, you put him on SmackDown. Like, Why? Just so you can have another heel there? I'm sorry, how many heels do you already have on SmackDown?
0: Way too many. You don't need them there. You're overly heavy on heels in SmackDown.
1: And he could have been perfect. Perfect as somebody, like we were talking about weeks ago. Hey, I'm just going to show up in NXT. And what am I going to do? I'm going to taunt the Imperium. And Walter's just going to chop me in half. And then I'm going to show up on NXT UK. And I'm going to make fun of Mustache Mountain. And they are just going to chop me in half. And he just could have been that human punching bag that because they're not taking this um, King of the Ring title. <laughs> and then I seriously, then I'm gonna
0: interrupt Brock Lesnar and get F5 to oblivion.
1: Yeah, it, it's just one of these things where they're not taking the King of the Ring win the way they used to take it. Like that was a that was a benchmark. Like Stone Cold only won the King of the Ring when he won it because Triple H had done his curtain call with the pot with the with the click and. Triple H was supposed to win that King of the Ring. And that's where Stone Cold got his stepping stone to go from being this lower mid cod, mid mid-mid-card guy to all of a sudden Intercontinental titles, WWE titles. Yeah. It was the same thing with Triple H when he won it. It <laughs> was the same thing with Kurt Angle when he won it. Bret Hart when he won it.
0: I could see Baron Corbin keeping the King Corbin name for, I'd say, until at least the next King of the Ring tournament. Um, I'd say maybe... He's gonna be the he's gonna be a two time winner. He's gonna win it back to back. See, I don't know because I think why not? I think by the end of 2020, if not by WrestleMania 2021, he is world champion. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think he have
1: high aspirations for him, man. I just don't see it. I don't see it. If they were gonna if they were gonna do something, they would have built him up properly. Did he ever hold any gold in NXT?
0: <laughs> no. No, I don't think he's held any gold. Period. He doesn't
1: hold on any gold at all. I don't think he's even held the 24-7 title. No. Okay. I mean, if they... He'll if hold something soon. He has to hold... If your thought is that by 2021, he's going to be a world champion, that means at some point at the beginning he'll of 2020... He'll hold he have card belt by Mania. Okay. He, he'll have to have a belt by Mania, and he'll have to take it off of a face. So yeah. that means either Nakamura has to lose his belt... Or AJ, well, actually, no. It has to be Nakamura who loses his belt because he's on SmackDown now. Yeah. So who's Nakamura going to lose the belt to? The Miz? Nope. That match already happened. The Miz lost. The Miz isn't going back after that title. So, unfortunately, it's just one of these... Mustafa th- Ali. They've been building that up, mm-hmm. but, again, are they going to pull the trigger?
0: Uh, that's always they, the thing. It's like, are they going to pull the trigger?
1: Some. It's just, it, it's just wonky how how you, you had a chance with King Corbin. You should have just kept King Corbin as this free agent going around, getting f 5 would and power-bombed and choke-slammed and just taking beatings. Let him be a guy who's just a punching bag. I'm yeah. sure he doesn't care. Yeah. You know what I mean, eventually he'll want to get more of a push, mm. but it, it'll be when he finally, you know, stands up. Yeah.
0: You know. uh, so the 25th pick of the Monday Night Raw round was uh, Shelton Benjamin to Raw, yeah. which... Shel B is always good. Yep. Um, going to Raw on the 26th pick was Ray Mysterio.
1: Now, does that mean Kane Velasquez? No. Okay. Okay. Just I don't think so. Sure. I think Kane he...
0: Velasquez just needed to be introduced by Ray. Okay. And then Kane's going to just do his own thing. Okay. Um, going 27th, which this name change pisses me off. Shorty Gable. I told you, it's official. I absolutely hate it because well, it's 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 running with a joke too long I know I saw trust me I saw I looked it up myself King Corbin has <laughs> deemed it so and
1: he has put his scepter down and Shorty Gable is the new name
0: I hate it let's move on After Shorty Gable going to Raw was uh, Why do you hate it Titus Worldwide
1: Why do you hate it I'm the short guy here I don't know who should be bad. Still,
0: whatever. Okay, so Titus Worldwide, um so. going to Smackdown was Elias and then the last pick of the draft which kaput put my entire theory Liv Morgan was drafted to Raw. Yeah. Okay. So they they completely let her build her own mystique on Twitter, tweeting all all these cryptic, cryptic tweets messages. having no uh having a black screen as a icon and then just to get drafted last overall. What the hell WWE? You're ruining it. (coughs) Matt has been saying this and I'm going to actually agree with him for once. I think the fiend character is starting to lose its mystique.
1: I, man, I really want to give it the benefit of the doubt but it's in the wrong hands now. You took yeah. it, you took it away from Paul Heyman and you you you're you gave it the to character.
0: the Friday Night SmackDown and Fox execs.
1: Now, I'm quickly looking down the SmackDown roster. Okay? Obviously there was that there was that trade. Yeah. That happened with um Nikki Cross.
0: Yeah, the uh blissful, uh Blissful, blissful sanity. sanity.
1: They they've been traded and now they're on SmackDown. Yeah. I don't see them breaking up Them two. No. So I don't see Nikki Cross maybe being Sister Abigail. No. But there is one diminutive female who is on SmackDown who hasn't been on TV lately because she's been out. And that's Paige. And Paige fits the build with the black hair already.
0: I don't think Paige can get in the ring.
1: But you don't need Sister Abigail to be in the ring. Maybe that's where you know. Maybe, maybe
0: that's where we're wrong, where we think Sister Abigail is going to be an actual wrestling character I mean, rather than just a character character.
1: I mean, you kind of just. I'm again. I'm just going down this really quickly. <coughs> Lana's is on SmackDown.
0: It's not going to be no. her. It's not going to be uh, Sarah Logan went to Raw, so it can't be her.
1: No. Nope. Um. Just really, it's not going to be Lacey Evans. It's not going to be Mandy Rose. It's not going to be Maurice. It's not, not going to be, be Sonya Deville. Not going to be Mickey James. Nikki Cross. Paige. I mean, It, it could it, be Paige. It, it could be Paige. It could be Sasha Banks. I don't know. I, I, I don't know because Liv Morgan was the perfect fit for the idea of Sister Abigail. And then, I mean, it's something I think I had discussed with you in private, but not on the show. A tag team that's not being used could have been used as the other two characters. Yeah. And to me, that tag team that I thought of is the Ascension. And it you have this really wiry, crazy-looking guy... Who could have been Rambo and Rabbit, or Victor? Victor, and you had this big hulking brute who could have been Mercy, Mercy the, bu- the Buzzard, and it, you could have built up the f- the, the fun house, fun the house whole thing as a faction that way as a faction. But now it's just kind of like, what are they gonna do? Because
0: there's not much you can at this point.
1: No, because you took it out of the right. You took it. Out, you took the fiend out of the right hand,
0: unless that he gets traded back to Raw.
1: No. Unless, with what happened backstage at SmackDown, allows Heyman to have some control on SmackDown. True. Because you have to remember, Heyman, Lesnar's a Heyman guy. So, (laughs) Heyman has to be there. Yeah. Every time for Lesnar, when Lesnar's there. So, maybe Heyman will have his hand in the pot. His hand in the pot with the Fiend character. Because everybody's come out. Anybody in the WWE, anybody who's. Does podcasts like we do? Anybody who is, uh, you know, a wrestling observer, reporter, or anything like that—they've all come out and bashed the way Hell in the Cell happened. Oh, that's horrid! Seth Rollins wasn't happy with it. Uh, the Fiend wasn't the Fiend happy. wasn't, with wasn't it. happy with it. Roman Reigns wasn't happy with it. Bruce Bruce Pritchard wasn't happy
0: with it. The Paul person, Heyman wasn't happy with it. No,
1: and the thing is, is, you know, the rumored way that that was supposed to end was that the Fiend was supposed to be thrown off the top of the cell, <coughs> I mean, a la McFoley. <coughs> That's how that match was supposed to actually, you know, be brought to a stoppage. Yeah. Um. But I think if Heyman is actually going to be on the SmackDown brand, because he's going to have to be there, Yeah. For I think maybe Lesnar. there's a way that he can resuscitate and bring this Fiend character back. But I don't think the Fiend's done with Rollins either. I, I really don't, man.
0: I don't think so either. So... Moving on to, as we said, the trade with Blissful Sanity, moving their ways to uh, SmackDown. We also had some free agent signings. Mm -hmm. To Raw, we have No Way Jose, Mojo Raleigh, The Edgeheads, The Iconics, and Sarah Logan. Going to SmackDown, we have Cesaro, Drake Maverick, Fire and Desire, Dana Brooke, and Luke Harper. So they have also split Harper and Rowan. Yep. Harper, I'm sad to say this, Is not going to be happy, and will probably shelf himself.
1: Oh, yeah, and he'll be out of WWE in in a year. Yeah, once Once his his contract's up, he's gone.
0: He'll find himself to AEW.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, he will. He will. Or maybe he'll even do the independent thing, but who knows? Yeah,
0: who knows? But that is the completed Raw and SmackDown draft recap. Yeah. So, now we're going to move on to Friday Night SmackDown and Monday Night Raw. So, as we said at the beginning of the episode that we were going to be just doing a couple of main points that happened throughout the show. We're not going to do full recaps because the entire show was based around the draft. draft. So, we already went through the entire draft. There were just a few title changes in both shows that we really, really wanted to talk about. Yeah. But we're going to start with how the show started on SmackDown.
1: Yeah, with the whole um, Rollins.
0: Rollins thing. And The Fiend... Finding his way through the ring and dragging Seth to hell. Yeah, I thought that was really good.
1: No, it was it was very well designed. It was um, it was very eerie too. Yeah, like it was even creepy. after like even after the lights had come back on, the f- the way the fiend's head just kind of popped out with his little crooked smile. Yeah, looking at Rollins as he's trying to fl- kind of flailing around the ring. Yeah, but my question to you is, is, um, where's Reigns the whole time? <laughs> what is he like beeline it to get out of there?
0: Probably probably when the lights went off he rolled out of the ring and
1: like not not there to protect your friend. I understand like it's supposed to be like this brand supremacy stuff, but you're not there to help
0: your buddy. Yeah, that's out. Your buddy. yeah true. That's weird. And then jumping to the end of the night, <sighs> man, the main awesome. thing this was awesome. Comes out a brand new Bailey, new mom haircut and all. Everything. Heart okay. I call it a mom haircut. But it fits this heel Bailey. So well. I know. And then she pulls out this like double sided knife fork kind of thing and murders the Bailey buddies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was her putting her stamp down like, yes, it's over. Bailey, happy Bailey is dead.
0: Hugger Bailey is dead.
1: Yep. I am, uh, I am a true heel. Yeah. I am here to, uh, to do what I have to do to get my title back. Yeah. And essentially, she did. That's what she did.
0: And she has new theme music. I know. It is so good. Yes. It is very, very good. But and did you did you see the what happened after SmackDown went off air? No, I didn't. So she had a promo with a live mic, and I'm not gonna bleep this. But she started with you bitches. Wow. And then she had like she berated, she's like, I'm not doing this for any of you. I don't like any of you. Wow. This is for me.
1: Most devastating move, though, is what we'll finished that match. Charlotte Flair got rolled up.
0: Yeah. Which we'll talk about on... Well, we didn't. I didn't write it down. I didn't put it in. She got rolled up twice. In a week. Yeah. In four days. It's crazy. She got rolled up on Raw to lose to Becky in the beginning of the match. In the beginning of the show.
1: Yeah. It's got to be the most powerful move in uh, it's all even, the. It's even it's
0: even more protected than the deep six. It's
1: it's more protected than the RKO. Yeah. Nobody kicks out of the surprise roll up.
0: Yeah. So moving on to Raw, we had a few few major points that went down on Raw. We have brand new Raw tag oh, team champions, man. and
1: the promo they cut afterwards.
0: I didn't catch that promo. No. No.
1: It was one of those like. <coughs> well, not to cut you off, Josh, but. Yes, it's the Viking Raiders who win clean. Oh yeah, that was a big thing about that. Yeah, they, they clean with the Fallout. Yes,
0: or the Viking experience. The Viking
1: experience. It's the Fallout. Can it's we just call it what it is? But that promo in that dock room that they cut later was a straight call out to like everybody talking about how they were the. ROH world tag team champions. They were the IWGP world tag team champions. They were the undefeated NXT, NXT world tag team champions. champions. And now they are the Monday Night Raw World Tag Team Champions and still remain undefeated. So now that you know, now that the Viking raid has begun, nobody is safe. And it's just great. Can you imagine them in AOP buttonheads?
0: I feel like that might be their next feud is against the AOP when they return.
1: But it's too soon for the AOP to lose, and you don't want the Viking Raiders to take a loss either. So it's got to be a lot of DQ and wonky finishes to begin. Or it's got
0: to be a lot of... It's got to be more like the Die Jack, Keith Lee stuff.
1: Yeah. You know, non-finishes because of (coughs) both guys not being able to respond to 10 counts. Uh, It's got to be... Run-ins. Run-ins. AOP just running in to the middle of a Viking Raiders match telling hey you guys think you are dangerous you you guys think you know violence no we are violence that's kind of the way they need to build that so
0: after that we have alistair black defeating eric young now this wasn't a huge match but let's just say it because alistair black's on tv facing anybody at this point but it's to build his character more and more choke them out Use that awesome dragon sleeper that he's using
1: now as a as a
0: as an almost finish. Yeah, kind of, as, a, as submission. a submission finish.
1: Because it doesn't look like a lot of people want to take the black mass anymore. Because Alistair Black just connects that thing right on the chin and it's, yeah, it's lights out. Yeah. So I I like the I like the submission finish. Um, Alistair Black looks like he's put on a couple of pounds too. He looks a little bit bigger. You know yeah. What I mean? Um, but man, any television with Alistair Black on it. The only oh, yeah. thing that sucks is we're not going to get Alistair Black versus Cesaro anymore. Yeah, because no, they because the they
0: switch brands, yeah. um, And then after that, didn't you want to talk about the Cedric match? Oh, man. Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy? Yeah. F- fire. Those guys can put on a four-star match with their eyes closed.
1: Man, let them build some story. Let yeah, let them two go at it for a little bit. That
0: would be a feud because I know a lot of times when we talk about feuds, it's all title feuds. Yeah, let this be a feud that doesn't need a title. No, let it. This be, just be a blood feud.
1: Yeah, let it be. Um, I mean, we're talking siblings Owen Hart and Bret Hart, where it's a blood feud, but that eventually built to a title feud, and that's how you build
0: feuds. That's how you build Cedric and Buddy.
1: Yeah, I mean, Michaels and Hart didn't always fight over titles. Yeah. They, it started with them being in opposite tag teams. One's, went, one's in the Rock, is the other one's in the Hart Foundation. And then they both went into singles competition, and then Bret Hart kept getting all the glory, and Shawn Michaels was the kid with the boy, the the man with the boyhood dream, wanted to win that title. Yeah. So you got to build these feuds naturally. This may be the start of one of them natural feuds because you got to remember it is a continuing feud from 205. Yeah. So,
0: because they feuded for the belt, uh, I think it was Buddy Murphy that beat uh, Cedric. Cedric for the belt. Yes, it was at and a then, showdown,
1: and then Cedric moved on.
0: Yeah, Cedric moved on. Buddy held the belt. Buddy lost the belt to Tony Nese. Tony Nese. and then he moved on. Yes. So
1: this is a really good way <laughs> to to build a natural feud, which will excuse me, which will be really, really, really nice. I can't wait to see these two just having matches every other week or every week or. Go to a commercial break and have them restart another match. Let them fight all yeah. night.
0: Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I would. Two, three, fight. three Iron Man matches back to back. Fight forever. All right, so after that, we had the Kabuki Warriors taking on Natalia and Lacey Evans. Oh,
1: man, that is just a... My
0: enemy of my enemy is my friend.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what I texted you when you sent me the photo of it, and it's like, really? Like, one 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 of them's not even on that brand anymore.
0: Yeah. She's on... She's on uh, Smackdown. I don't know, man. But
1: the new look Kabuki Warriors, man.
0: Asuka's oh, new look. Asuka's with the green the green ink paint. Yes. And then uh, Kyrie with the gr- uh, the pink almost diva. Yes. I, d- I know you're not a huge Overwatch fan. No. But there's a character in Overwatch called Diva where she has like these pink lines. Mm-hmm. And she's a Japanese character in the game. Mm-hmm. So she has these pink lines in her eyes. I'll show you a picture after the show. Um, and it fits so well. It almost fits
1: exactly what's going on with Io Shirai on the other side. Yeah, it
0: does. Oh, man. God, Io is just great. Io yep. so
1: good. And we will get to what happened. Oh, here, yeah, we'll that get was, to Io. That was a moment that my my daughter wanted me to highlight because so that I w- was, that I, was I, insane. Such I, a great moment.
0: I was sick in bed last night, and Dave texted me, yo, your girl Eo's on next. I was like, I would love to watch her if I wasn't dying. <laughs> So I when I got up and watched it this morning I'm like, hey, that's Eo. I love yes, E.O. She's
1: so good. Anything else After you that, highlight on
0: Raw? Yes. The end of Raw. Oh, that's right. Burn it down. Yes. The second so hold on. I'm gonna just say this. Bray Wyatt needs better home insurance because he has had two houses burnt down on live television.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he did. In very,
0: very similar feuds too. Yeah. Because coming off one of the worst matches of his career. Two of his worst matches, his WrestleMania match against Randy Orton Oh man, the, and the Hell the, in a Cell match against Seth Rollins. With the projection yes. of the maggots and stuff. Two of his worst matches, going on to a, uh, going on to his property getting burnt down by the face, doing a heel thing, burning someone's property down, yeah. leading to a feud where he's not going to go anywhere. This is the same thing that happened in 2017 and I'm pissed off about it. Because the Fiend character is probably the best thing to come out of WWE in the last 10 years. And they screwed the damn thing up.
1: Well, at least Bray Wyatt was able to upgrade his house because this one was a little bit nicer.
0: It was, but he also predicted it because I know. in
1: the second episode he showed the he fi- showed
0: that being burnt down. Yeah, he showed his compound being burnt down. Yep,
1: it's just one of those things.
0: Wait, 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 wait! wait, wait. I just had a brain blast. Hold on. Okay. Imagine, because you've been talking about how this is all in his head. Yeah. I what mean- if this is the exact same thing from two years ago, but the compound is a Firefly Fun House? Where in Bray Wyatt's head, the funhouse was the compound. And it's just happening again. The entire same sequence is happening again. It makes sense. Except how did Seth Rollins
1: get in his head? Unless Seth Rollins... Has the been archi- in- He's
0: the architect. He so, can
1: do whatever he wants. He's so, the brain of the shield. So the only thing I can think of is that since the no contest, he hasn't been able to get Seth Rollins out of his head. Bruh. And then what ends up happening is... In order for The Fiend to be freed and for Bray Wyatt to be freed,
0: it had to be burned it down. It had
1: to be burned down. And again, So now
0: we'll see Mr. Wyatt on SmackDown. We'll see The Fiend on SmackDown, maybe Raw.
1: Yeah. The Fiend is not done with <clears throat> Rollins. No. He is not. He is not. For anybody who thinks that The Fiend is going to be SmackDown only, you're wrong.
0: So that's specifically because November 6th. Raw, November 6th. They already have the main event announced. It's... No, November 4th. It is Seth Rollins, Universal Champion, versus The Fiend in a Steel Cage match. Be it card subject to change. Yeah. But they're already saying, oh yeah, Fiend's going to lose it, Uh, Crown Jewel. So,
1: he can't take another (sighs) loss. He can't. He can't. He already lost some of his mystique because of the way that the whole match played out. Now, and how don't he... get me wrong. He's <laughs> the one who walked out. <laughs> yeah, he walked out on top. But still, like... <clears throat> he can't take another match like that. Unless he's the one dishing out all the punishment and he won't stop. Because, unfortunately, the little safe haven that was once inside The Fiend's head, which was Bray Wyatt, Mr. Wyatt... Because the complex has been burned down, there is no more Mr. Wyatt, so there's nobody telling the fiend, hey, you need to stop. You need to calm down. Now this
0: fiend is unrelenting, unrepentant. And did you notice that Wyatt was almost acting as if he's a different person? Because he was saying, why are you doing this to me?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because I never did anything to you. I I never hurt you. Why are you doing this to me? Yes. And Rollins... Almost looked like the heel. In he this was situation. the heel. No,
1: he was the heel in that situation because Wyatt, as we've seen in Mr. All, Wyatt's a face, he's a the face. Fiend is a heel. Correct, because who's been going on the news rate on the news doing the pop? <laughs> Mr. Wyatt, Mr. Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, exactly. Funhouse Bray Wyatt. He is a face. This is Seth Rollins' heel turn. Seth Rollins is going back to being a heel. The only difference is. Now the crowd has a heel they can really boo. Because Rollins will be a true heel. People are not happy with the way that got booked.
0: Yeah, Rollins attacked Mr. Wyatt. He didn't didn't attack attack the the Fiend. Fiend. He attacked Mr. Wyatt, which everyone loves Mr. Wyatt.
1: Yeah, he comes on. He has his his little funhouse. He's got his little characters. He shows you some paintings. He shows you how to be a better version of
0: yourself. He shows you how to work out.
1: Yeah, you know, muscle man dance.
0: It's fun. Exactly. It's childhood fun. Rollins is
1: the heel right now. The Fiend is the true heel in this whole kit and caboodle. But (coughs) Rollins is, Rollins, no mistake, between Bray Wyatt, Mr. Wyatt, and Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins is the heel.
0: Okay. Fair. Yes. So that is the breakdown for Raw and Smackdown. And now moving on to what I would say would be show of the week.
1: It's, for WWE, it's a show of the week every week.
0: Well, yeah, but I'm saying I think WWE gets the point for this week's Wednesday oh, yeah. Night War.
1: Oh yeah, it does it, for Wednesday Night War
0: because NXT was so solid this week, oh,
1: start to finish.
0: It started with Blackheart, yeah, taking on Angel Garza. Yeah, that was a good match. It
1: was it was a good quick match. Yeah, but Champa just and then Champa being Champa, yeah, gonna come in and just take names.
0: Yeah, and then UE comes out afterwards, surrounds the ring. And then Champa grabs a chair, grabs his uh his crutch, crutch. sits right down in the middle and he's like, Alright, bring it on, all of you. Bring yeah. it on. But they had a, they had an ulterior motive. Yes. Kyle O'Reilly finds himself to the announce desk and tosses Moro Ronaldo a USB flash drive. Now that USB flash drive had a video on it, a video file that they got to the truck and they played it when they got back from commercial and it shows Undisputed Era, backstage. With a passed out Velveteen Dream.
1: Yep. In which you have Adam Cole saying nobody should be testing the, Vel- uh, should be testing the undisputed era. Anybody who comes out here is going to get checked. We're going to wreck everybody. Yeah. Es- essentially what it was. And the breaking of the glasses too.
0: Yeah, that was really, really good. And then did you notice that at the end of the night that Roddy came out and he had glasses. aviators on? Yes. So that was very, very good. Um, after that, we had a tag match between Eichner and Bartell. Versus Birch and Lorkin. That was a. Good That's match. a good match. Oh man, Birch and Lorkin can put on four star matches. Man,
1: they are so good. And the best part is, is like they keep hovering back. You know, the announced team is talking about like how these guys were like the worst of enemies, but yeah. they've they've formed a, a killer bond and they're a tag team to be reckoned with.
0: Now, did you notice that Bartell and uh, not Bartell, uh, Lorkin and Birch have very very similar. Ring attires with just the plain black trunks. Yeah. To the Imperium. Yeah. Do you think there could be any chance ever that they would join Imperium? None. No? None. Where where? are
1: um, Only looking and Danny Burch from? England and the U.S. Okay. What does Imperium try to kill? British strong style.
0: Okay. The, so, yeah, no. No, they're. They're defending the honor of the mat. Yes, but... whereas Birch and Lorkin are both mat wrestlers that respect the mat.
1: No, they respect the mat, but they don't. They come.
0: never. They do, They very, very rarely leave the leave the ropes.
1: No, but they're not gonna. What what you see with Only Lorkin and Danny Birch is what you're getting. You know, they're gonna be a team that's always gonna compete in that tag team division. They're two guys who could easily go and compete by themselves for that. NXT light heavyweight championship. Yeah. It's just one of those things where they are where they are. I don't see that faction growing any bigger. That that is a that is a perfect stable for guys. Yeah. If if you want to add anything, you may add a female into it.
0: Yeah, which but, I mean But why? I know I know who you'd put in it.
1: There's only one Matt Wrestler you would put in it. Who? I'd put Shayna Baszler in it. Even nope. though she's a false she's a nope.
0: horsewoman, but who would you put? Jazzy Gabert. Oh, okay. I see it. If her and Ginny split, if Ginny moves on to her own thing and Jesse Gebert goes on her own, I could see her joining Imperium. Okay. Because she hit, she's that forced to be reckoned with female and she's a Matt technical wrestler okay. and also a powerhouse. Okay. Which Walter's a powerhouse. You have Bartel and Eichner, which are both Matt fighters. Mm-hmm. And then you have the crazed Matt wrestler of Wolf. Yeah. So, you need that woman wrestler to kind of keep them in check. Okay. Who was the one that kept Wolf in check before? It was Cross. It was Cross. Yeah. So, Wolf might need to be kept in check. Jazzy Gabert could fill that role.
1: Yeah, you're right, but they're not going to add anybody else. The stable's perfect the way it is. If they
0: were to add a female, it'd probably be Jazzy Gabert or some other force to be reckoned with foreign woman. Yep. But I think as I take back what I'm saying about Birch and Lorcan. I just think it would be interesting to see them in oh, it'd there.
1: It would be cool to see him in it. It just I don't think it would happen. It doesn't need to happen. Just If there's one thing that Paul Levesque has always been able to do, is he's been able to manage his stables very well. Oh, yeah. He knew when to break up DX. He knew when to break up Evolution. He,
0: yeah. know,
1: he knows what he's doing with his stables. He's going to keep Imperium just the way it is because it can be booked
0: perfectly. Mm-hmm. Perfectly. Yeah. After that, we had a Johnny... Uh, Gorgono backstage segment, mm-hmm. where he was getting interviewed, and they he was asked, "What does he think about Tommaso being back?" And he basically says, "He's back, but I want to see him face to face."
1: Yeah, I want to tell him myself how yeah. I feel. Yeah,
0: which I think it's going to be not a reun- uh, reuniting of DIY, but I think they're going to be both faces that are going to have to go up against the UE. Yeah,
1: in in a uh, war games match. in war games, yeah. Because the, the, there'll be two of them. Then you'll have your uh, your maybe your Finn Balor. Possibly. And then
0: your... Um, Dream.
1: Dream. Yeah. That'll be your four versus the UE.
0: Yeah, I could see it. You have DIY. You have Dream going face-to-face with... Uh, Roddy. Roddy. And then you have uh, Balor going against Cole.
1: Yep. There you go. Uh, unfortunately, there's three guys in that ring who want to kill Cole, so...
0: <laughs> True. True. Actually... Probably four. All four. Probably all four want yeah, to kill Cole yeah, at this point. Exactly. Because.
1: But he's such a good heel. Yeah. Adam Cole is so good. Because he, you can tell, like, he just gets so mad that he just wants to, he, he just wants to just get everybody back.
0: Yeah. He wants to shut
1: everybody up. Uh-huh. I mean, look
0: at the new shirts.
1: Undisputed gold.
0: Mm-hmm. It's great shirts. It. it oh. It's great merch. I love it. After that, my girl, Io Shirai, defeats Caden Carter. Yep, pretty, pretty quick. Pretty, pretty quick. good match. Yeah, it was a quick, fa- you know, it was a quick pace, um, match.
1: Did everything it was supposed to do. Yeah. Um, you can tell it was, um, quite a bit choreographed. Yeah. Very well practiced. Um, but I think that has a lot to do with Caden Carter's inexperience. Yeah, exactly.
0: But she's she's brand new. No,
1: developmental <laughs> talent. You're bringing her in there because you need Io Shirai to look super strong. Yeah. Which she does. Yeah. And then Lexi's the promo, highlight.
0: The promo EO cuts after the match. Oh, man. Because Lexi is this very small, blonde, skinny girl. And she looks up to Rhea Ripley. Oh, yes, yeah, she does. Which I think is adorable. And the fact that EO calls Rhea out and Rhea says, if you don't shut your mouth... I'm going to shut it for you.
1: Yeah. And it's the it, and it's that that wide angle pan inside the ring when you have Io standing about here and then you have Rhea standing about here. Yeah. And it's just the it's the fact that Io won't look up at her. She's just staring a hole through Rhea Ripley. Yeah. As Rhea's looking down and staring a hole through Io Shirai. You, you want
0: to talk about really good heels? Io Shirai is a really good heel. Yeah, she is.
1: Yeah, she is. And then another person calls out Rhea later on in the night as well.
0: Yeah. Miss EST. Yes. Oh, very, very good. Then after that, we had the rubber match between Dominic Dijakovic or Dominic Dijakovic. Yep. And Keith Lee. Yo, Keith Lee's theme is so good. Yes, it is. It's really, really good. Oh, man. And then. The match ends in another no contest because Roddy comes out before the match Regal has a promo and says that the winner of this match is going to become the number one contender for the North American Championship.
1: And then this is where it, it um what Roddy does is really stupid.
0: Yeah, he comes out and hits uh I think he hit Lee with the belt on on the turnbuckle. On the turnbuckle. Okay. Ends the match in a no contest and rushes out. Regal's pissed. Regal says, You're now going to defend your North American title against Keith Lee and Dijakovic. Next week. Next week. (sighs) So now, triple threat match for the uh, NA title. Really, really good. Yep. Roderick's going to retain. Who takes the fall? I think... I think what's going to happen... Is Keith Lee's going to hit the basket in his glory on Dominic Dijakovic? Roderick's going to come in, hit him with some knee to the back of the head, maybe even uh, do a last shot kind of style thing that uh, he ain't Cole getting, does.
1: He ain't getting either of those guys off. No. Knocking him of out of the it. ring, no way.
0: pinning Dijak while he's still down, one, two, three, and escapes with the belt. Or we have an undisputed error run in. Yeah,
1: because there's no
0: way he's getting either one of those guys not out for chance. an end of heartache. Not eight. a chance. No
1: way. And I'll tell you something right now. I understand this rivalry between Lee and Dijakovic. They should just try to destroy Roddy and then leave it for the two of them to try to battle yeah. it out. If that was how...
0: Because it's not an elimination match. It's no, a first fall. First fall match. Just
1: destroy Roddy
0: and then just be like, okay. Now it's us. Now it's us. Let's and then go. Roddy's out for the rest of the match. Yep. And then we get a false... I'll put in quotes false finish. It's gonna be the finish. Roddy rushes in, pushes him off or whatever, gets a pin one, two, three, escapes. Yep. That's it. That's how you do it. Because you can't let Roddy lose his belt. Nope. No. The person who needs to take that belt off of him is Belveteen Dream. Dream Okay. Dream needs to become a two time champion. Okay. Who are you going to say? Finn Balor. No. I think Balor's not going to win a belt in NXT unless it's the NXT championship.
1: I would like him to wear
0: multiple belts. You want him to be NA and world yep. champion? I could see it. <laughs> Give him the cruiserweight while we're at it. He fits the build. He could win them all. Yeah, why not? Give him the tag team champion. Screw it. Yeah. Give him the tag belts. Let too. him
1: come out as the demon and just wipe the floor with everybody. Yeah. I mean, I'd like. to I, I do see him instead of going for the NXT title. I uh, um, <coughs> I see him with the NA. Him being more in the NA hunt for a little bit. Okay. Because Goldie's going back. To, Going back to daddy. Yeah,
0: daddy's taking goalie back. Yeah, he is. After that match, um, we had Matt Riddle taking on Bronson Reed. Riddle hits uh, hits his knee and wins the match. Yeah. Good Good, match. quick match. Yep. Good. I love Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle's really, really good. Um, after that, we had Tegan Knox returning to NXT. The girl with the shiniest of wizards. Yes. Takes on Tanera Conti. I love Tainara Conti. She just she's one of these talents that's she's the developmental talent, but she has the skills to be in the title picture.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, she does. She just needs time. she needs
0: she needs time and she needs uh, mic work because she's still she her first language is Portuguese. Yeah, because she's Brazilian. Yep. So she needs mic work. She needs to work on her English to maybe catch up to be that. That title picture Yeah, girl. but you
1: know what? Just keep her keep her in her native language, Portuguese, and make yeah. her a heel. That's what this WWE, WWE does all the time, right?
0: Yeah, but a lot of Hispanic wrestlers, aside from Andrade and Zelina as of right now, are faces.
1: <clears throat> yeah, but they came up different. That was a different era. I mean, you got to think about it. Rey Mysterio Jr. has been wrestling for how long?
0: 20 plus years. Yeah.
1: Uh, Eddie Guerrero would probably still be in the ring right now.
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent. Chavo
1: was a heel for a very long time. Yeah. Eddie was a heel for a very long time. Yeah. I mean, go back again, predating you, but you go into WCW, the Latino World Order. Those were all heels. LWO, yeah. Conan, go to AEW.
0: LAX, yeah. LAX, okay. Heels. Make her a heel. Make okay. her a heel. Don't. Well, don't, she's always going to be a heel. Don't,
1: don't, don't. You don't have to make her a mouthpiece. You know, she comes out, she braids the crowd in a little bit of Portuguese. You no, know, she tells them to fish a porter and stuff like that. and yeah. That's it. It means close to the door. By the way,
0: okay. Um, after that, uh, Tegan Knox wins that match, and then she's interviewed outside the ring. She was ready to cry, dude. Yeah, so where Dakota Kai back. comes out yep. and comes back, gives her a big hug, and then hits Shayna Baszler and the Horsewoman's music. Yep, which sh- Shayna basically comes out and says, "Welcome back," but you're not ready. No, you're not ready for us. Oh, you think you you think you you think you wanna come come into this title picture? Yeah, you good, can't, you, g- good luck you,
1: can't, you, you already have two bad limbs I'll break the
0: other two Yeah oh. Shane are again, another really good heel NXT is pumping out a lot of really good heels right now
1: NXT is just pumping out some really good programming, period Yeah Doesn't need to be heels, faces It's just good programming Yeah And their best heels weren't even on the show The Forgotten yeah, Sons Forgotten weren't Sons. even on the show this week after last week, man, they came out and dominated everybody. Dragging bodies out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, that was great. Everwise, Poor Ever-Rise. Yeah, I know. Probably still injured. Yeah, probably. Uh, then we had a backstage video package of Balor basically mm-hmm. saying after Mania, he didn't know where he was supposed to go. He didn't know what he wanted. And then he found out he needed to go back to his past. He needed to go back to NXT. Yep. That's where he belongs. That's where he feels most comfortable. Yep. So that's why we finally got our explanation as to why Balor, got, Balor returned. And did you notice? He only has a hand tap. Yeah, it's He not doesn't a have a sleeve. It's just the hand tap. Yeah. I mean, sure.
1: It's a cool tap. Though. It's really good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and he has another one in his elbow. Yep. Yeah. After that, we had Killian Dane taking on the not injured, thankfully to see Boa. Yeah. But Dane squashes
1: Boa. They're building Dane for something.
0: They're, yeah. I don't know. 100%. I, I don't
1: know what they're building Dane for, but they are clearly building him for something. Yeah.
0: They have to, cause Killian Dane was out for a while with injury, and then sanity fell apart, and then they, they can't just leave him in the dust. He's no, he he's great too talent.
1: good. I mean, look at some of the guys they've left in the dust. I mean, look at Luke Hopper. Yeah. How how disgruntled Luke Hopper is. Yeah. You don't need more people like that. You give Killian Dane a uh, a target. Let him go do his thing. His target was Boa this week.
0: Yeah. Let Crushed Killian and Dane be Killian Dane. Yeah. So our main event of NXT, my boy Pete Dunne, comes out, and now what I loved is he came out before Killian Dane left and yeah, was fully back,
1: irritated. Killian And then Dane. Killian
0: Dane was getting in his face, like pointing his and pointing at him, and putting his hand in his face. <laughs> Pete Dunne just grabs it, snaps his fingers, and walks to the ring. I love Pete Dunne so much. It is so, and you know what's
1: nice about this is it. You know how we were saying, hey. Pete Dunne needs a rivalry, right? He's got
0: one. He's got two. Yeah, he's got Killian Dane, and he's got Damian Priest. Yes, and Damian Priest remains undefeated. Yeah, he does because after this match, he ends in the best way possible, best heel way possible. I wrote I wrote in this um Dunne snaps his finger. Priest wins after a low bo- low blow, period. Great booking. Yeah, that's what I wrote in my notes.
1: It's the way you book him.
0: Yeah, because the the referee was dis- uh Pushed to the side. Pushed to the side and got out of the way. Didn't see the low blow.
1: It it wasn't just a low blow, man. That was a that was a that was soccer a boot kick. To the, yeah.
0: to the yeah. cojones. Yes, it was.
1: No other way to put it. That was just And straight then hits up the kick.
0: uh what's his finisher called? See, I'm bad with finisher yeah, names. I, I don't remember But that. Priest hits his finisher, it's like this roll away DDT kind of thing. Yep. And then pins him one, two, three straight out. Good, good loss for Pete Done to take. Great win. Yeah, For, uh, and, it,
1: and it keeps Damian Priest in that undefeated category and just allows them to continue to build that feud and then subsequently go into uh, maybe a feud with Killian Dane. Yeah. And maybe Damian Priest gets to win over Dane now or something. I mean, you could almost build this with a, like a three-headed monster. And this monster. could end
0: as a th- triple threat. Yes. Blow off. Yep. But NXT definitely got the tick this week.
1: Yeah, even though AEW Dynamite was good again, it's going to be a solid show. Yeah. It's just that this was... With with how
0: disappointing WWE has been lately, NXT has really been helping keep WWE relevant.
1: Yes, and the other thing, too, is is it's not like it was a bad week for WWE. No, it you wasn't. They had the draft. The, the dra- They had the draft. I didn't like the way they did the draft with the whole podium thing and stuff. Yeah. It was kind of played out. I remember back in the day when they used to do the old drafts where they'd actually show the reactions of the people in the back like... Well, bye, guys. I'm going somewhere else today. Yeah. You know, I liked stuff like and that. And
0: they used to have the guys come out with the shirt on. Yeah. So
1: it just seemed like a very boring way to do the draft. But, again, they didn't screw up the draft at all. Um, We didn't even talk about the contract signing. Yeah. With, you know, Tyson Fury and stuff and Braun but That Stonehenge. was good. That was good. So it was a very strong week for WWE. Highlighted and finalized. With NXT. With NXT. It's not like they had... Good show, bad, bad. Let's, let's NXT. rephrase this.
0: Our week of wrestling yeah. ended on a high note with NXT. Because yeah. our week of wrestling goes from Friday Night SmackDown into NXT. And now this next week starts with UK and then moves on to NXT. Well,
1: to be honest with you, that almost seems like the way that WWE <clears throat> wants to book it. I think so. So it, th- th- at the end of your week, not Friday, because I think they're looking at Friday Night SmackDown as the start. Of their festivities.
0: That's why they started the draft on Friday.
1: Correct. And that is why if you look at any of the big events that are going to be happening now, when you're talking about your WrestleManias, it will start on Friday Night SmackDown, will go to NXT TakeOver, will be WrestleMania, and end with Monday Night Raw.
0: Yeah, it'll end with the Raw after Mania. Exactly. And Crown Jewel is happening on a Thursday. Okay. So Friday Night SmackDown will start on November, the beginning of the new month, and also the beginning of new storylines.
1: Correct. So Friday Night SmackDown is the beginning of the wrestling week. Yeah. So that's how, That's why we start with Friday Night SmackDown.
0: Yeah. So recapping on the fact that I was dead last night, last night saying Wednesday night when AEW was happening, I didn't catch it. I caught it this morning. I caught the recap this morning. As I said that NXT was definitely my show of the week. They won the Wednesday Night War this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those, so
1: there was good matches on AEW.
0: It's just, yeah, Dave was telling me he didn't catch it. But that's nope. that's totally fine. We got we got stuff going on in real life. He's got stuff going on. I'm sick. I'm dying. So anyway, but we'll do a quick recap of what happened, um, with a little bit of detail with what's in there. We had a couple of tag tourney matches. This happened in my boy, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, PA, my Eagles homeland, which kind of means well, the the main event of the night was a Philadelphia street fight. Yep. Which was really good. But we had a couple of tag tourney matches, and one thing that made me really sad, and one thing that made me really happy. The first one made me really sad, because SCU, SoCal Uncensored, defeated the best friends. Well, yeah. Well, the reason I'm sad, because the best friends, they're best friends with Orange Cassidy, who we have a physical, uh, not physical, but a uh, family connection to now. Okay. So, a family, or more like friend connection, too. Yeah. After that, we had LAX defeating Alex Reynolds and John Silver. John Silver is a really, really good wrestler. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen John Silver work. He's been on the independent scene for quite a while. He, I don't think he's signed with AEW, no, but probably. I know he's working with AEW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very, 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 very good worker.
1: Oh, well, and he got to work with some really good talents right there. Yeah, LAX. LAX is great. Oh, they're unbelievable.
0: Um, After that was a video package backstage with uh, Cody um, saying he's preparing himself for, for Jericho, preparing himself for the next... Uh, uh, pay per view which I'm not sure what the name of it is. I can't remember. I don't know the name of it either, man. But um the next pay per view is when Cody's gonna be taking on Jericho for the uh for the AEW world title.
1: Yep, where he's gonna he is going to lose.
0: Yeah, he's gonna lose that belt. Or he's gonna lose to Jericho. He's yeah, Jericho's gonna, belt. gonna retain the belt. After that we had a women's title match between Riho and Dr. Britt Baker DMD. Yep. Uh very good match. Yeah, Rio overall. and Rio and Britt Baker are both very very good talents. Two faces going against the against each other. Oh, it's good. Bookie. So it's it's what you'd expect in Rio. Rio retained, which it's good because we don't want don't her to want win the, b- the win the belt two weeks ago and then lose it right away. No, you don't
1: want the belt bouncing around, hot yeah, potatoing it
0: specifically because wins and losses mean so much. Yep, you don't want your champion to lose so early. So in early two weeks after her after a championship win. Yep. And Britt Baker's so good; she's she can afford that loss.
1: No, because she's gonna get it back later on down the line.
0: Yeah, she'll get that back. Uh, she might win the belt off of her. She might. If uh, if Bia, uh, if Sakura doesn't win that belt, um, I think it's gonna. I think like we were talking about, it's gonna go Sakura, Britt Baker, and then it's gonna go to be a Priestley. Okay. So. And after that, the next tag team champion uh, tag team match in the tag team tourney, the Lucha Bros go over the Jurassic Express.
1: I was so upset. I wanted the Jurassic Express. I love, this I love
0: Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. But
1: Jungle Boy, man. He is a... He's a
0: punching bag. He
1: is a punching bag in that ring. Any big moves, any big spots, he's the guy who takes it. He is the Spike Dudley.
0: Yeah, he is. Yes, he is. He's the Spike <laughs> Dudley of AEW. Yes, he is. Want to throw
1: a guy into the crowd? <coughs> Where's yeah. Jungle Boy? Where's Jungle Boy?
0: Throw he's small in. enough. He's small enough. We'll he's not going to hurt anybody. we we'll
1: 20 rows in.
0: Yeah. And then after that, we had a tag team match between The Elite, The the Elite, Omega and Page taking on Pac and Moxley. Pac and Moxley lost, which you don't want Omega to lose because he's, well, he's already lost. Well,
1: if you remember, both those guys, Page and Omega, <sighs> neither of them had a win at this point.
0: Yeah. So they needed a win. Yep. Somewhere. Which I don't think tag team matches is really going to matter as much as singles matches. No. But it's still not
1: good. Well, the thing is, is you have you have two guys who have worked together in the past. Like you were saying, the elite. Henry Hangman yeah. Page and Kenny Omega. And you have two guys who essentially have never worked together. So it's one of them camaraderie things. There's no reason why Page and Omega. Omega should lose. Would have lost that match. Yeah. They have camaraderie. They know how, they to know how work each together. other work and exactly. all that such. Pac and Moxley. They're just out for blood.
0: Yeah, they just at this
1: point. At this point, they're just looking for people to beat. Is all it is. Yeah,
0: and then the main event of the night, Chris Jericho retains his championship against Darby Allen of in course. a a Pittsburgh or not a Pittsburgh a Philadelphia street fight for the AEW championship. Wins it, and I noticed there was a skateboard involved, which is really good because Darby Allen has a skateboarding background. Yes, so I thought it was really good. I thought the show was really solid. I know it was a really really quick quick recap, but obviously I only caught the recap and Dave didn't catch it at all. No. Um, and as we said, we're not going to be doing NXT UK this week. We're going to be starting with it next week because we want to be able to actually sit down and watch it because we both love NXT UK. It's so good. It, it's it, so good. And considering it... It's a travesty it airs,
1: that we don't have an opportunity to actually sit It airs sit down at 3 work. o'clock. Yeah.
0: And then we meet up at like 6, 6.30, start recording at like 7. Yeah. So we want to be able to actually sit down and watch it. And on Thursdays,
1: I have no coverage at my store. Yeah, so, so I, I honestly can't sit there and watch yeah, it. Yeah, and I
0: can't sit and watch it at my job either. So
1: they start our week now. NXT yeah, UK, NXT UK will
0: start our week, which we're starting on a good note. Yes, because NXT anyway, NXT anywhere is solid. Yes. So we're going to move on to a little bit of news. Actually, some really big news. Huge news. Eric Bischoff, who used to be, I would say, part of the creative writing team for SmackDown and been behind stage forever was fired by WWE. I don't know why. I don't know when. Well, I know when. It was a few days ago. But I, the, brain, the main thing is, I don't know why. I get if they removed him from his SmackDown position, yeah, and just had him as a backstage coach or some reference guy. But to fire him from the company all in all? It's surprising because he's been with the company forever, and then he was replaced by Bruce Pritchard,
1: which is smart.
0: It's very smart I, because I, Bruce Pritchard has such a knowledge for the wrestling industry.
1: I I prefer Pritchard to Bischoff. If you gave me ten selections, I take Br- I take Bruce Pritchard probably seven out of the ten times. The guy's always had an eye for how to book matches.
0: He's been doing a podcast on the E-Network forever. Yep. For Since the E-Network's come a thing. They've had a, it's something with Bruce Pritchard. Yep. Yeah, the he, talk with Bruce Pritchard or whatever it is. He
1: he knows the game inside and out. He knows how to get McMahon's ear, something that Bischoff's never yes. really been able to do. Yes. And I think if you have Pritchard and, like I was saying, Heyman working together on SmackDown, you're still going to be able to save The Fiend. Yeah. Because I don't think Bischoff had it in him. And there's been problems with Bischoff dating back a, at least, from what I know, four weeks, if not a little bit longer, with some of the writing. And people yeah. weren't happy with the writing that was happening coming out of Bischoff's camp. So it sucks to see him go. Um, there's a high probability that somebody will find outs- himself
0: to AEW or on the independent scene writing somewhere. Yeah,
1: because he knows what he's doing. It's just yeah. he's not fitting what WWE wants for the mold right now. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. So,
0: But I know it has been. I don't think we have any fantasy booking to go over, do we? We already kinda mentioned what we were gonna talk about.
1: Yeah, I just save the fiend.
0: Yeah, that's that's all we really want is to save the fiend character.
1: Let let Heyman do his thing with him. Yeah. Um, I did wanna pick your brain about some of the <coughs> Monday Night Raw picks themselves versus uh, some of the SmackDown picks. Okay. Like I said, I believe
0: Raw won. Raw won that. 100% I Raw mean, won I mean, even that. though they
1: got Jinder Mahal, that really brings down their draft.
0: Still, but, but they still won that. Jinder Mahal's gonna be guy, a guy they throw in the throw in to take pins.
1: Yeah, in 24-7 stuff.
0: Yeah, will be stuck in 24-7 hell, or he'll get pinned. He'll be pinned. I just I just love the fact
1: that Raw is gonna be the athletic showcase. Just based on some of the guys that you're seeing in there. Yeah. Yeah. You're seeing all the NXT Athletic Showcase powerhouses. hmm You know. H- Ricochet. Ricochet, Cedric, Cedric, Cedric Alexander.
0: Like, Cedric Alexander. Yep.
1: Um, Alistair Black. Yeah. It's just, it, it's going to be a powerhouse show. The only, Cesaro?
0: The, no. Oh, Cesaro's on it's SmackDown. On Smackdown. That's, right.
1: that's the only thing missing, man. But, you have both Ces- Cesaro and Sheamus on SmackDown now. Yeah, so. So, the reuniting of the bar.
0: The Bar could come back. Which, I love The Bar. Yeah. I know
1: Dave's not... No, I like him. I like him. It's just um, I've always wanted
0: Cesaro to have a singles push. And he did for a little bit.
1: With what? He had a few matches, man.
0: Yeah, he had like one of the matches of the year with uh, the, uh, Black. Yeah, but then he also had a ma- match of the year with Rey Mysterio Jr. The guy and he puts had a up... match of the year with Ilja Dragunov. But
1: he puts up match of the years. They should give him a push. Yeah, he, him... should. he should hold a belt somewhere. Put a championship on him. Come on.
0: True. But he's a heel right now. So no, I, can't. I know. Can't do it. But I know it has been a little bit of a shorter episode this week, but obviously I am dying. And this week was more focused on the draft. Yeah. Discussion. So it kind of fits that was a little bit shorter because Raw and SmackDown were really focused on the draft. The entire thing was really focused on the draft. Yep. And there were a couple of big up and down points. Yeah. You
1: know, Tyson Fury, like we had mentioned. And yeah. Stuff like that. And
0: we still got to talk about NXT and AEW. Yep. Obviously we left UK out, but that's, as we said, we're going to start with that next week. Yep. Um, But we also want to thank you all so much for coming out and listening yeah. to uh, this episode of the Double Doink uh, Wrestling, Episode 8. Um, if you guys have anything, any suggestions, questions, comments, concerns, you obviously know how to get it, get a hold of us on social media or whatever, or you can message one of us directly. Um, we are always open for any suggestion from you guys. Uh, do you have anything else to say, Dave?
1: No. All I got to say is Doinks out.
0: Doinks out.